CMS professional. You are a part of a worldwide brotherhood of dedicated servants, and you put your life on the line every day for others. Because of that, you deserve better. We are often our own worst enemies, and it's time to own it. Let's work to improve and change the status quo. That change starts with us, right here, right now. In every situation we're faced with, as we see a need, we own it, and we act. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. Hey everyone, my name is Ryan Rodriguez, and I'm the founder and your host for the Ignited Firefighter Podcast. The Ignited Movement is a battalion of firefighters who challenge the status quo through a forum dedicated to self-improvement and accountability. In each of these episodes, we discuss a myriad of different things challenging the fire service today, from leadership and tactics to how to improve ourselves physically as well as mentally. We aim to civilize the mind but make savage the body. And even though the focus is on the fire service, topics and principles we discuss span all kinds of professions. That being said, let's light the spark. I talk a lot about the status quo in this podcast and in the things that I write, but what exactly does it mean? Today we're going to talk about what the status quo is, why it's a problem, why people are afraid to challenge it, and what we can do to challenge it as agents of positive change. The Harvard Business Review recently posed a question to over a thousand different employees across the country. How often have you seen senior leaders challenge the status quo, or ask employees to think outside the box. The result? 42% said almost never. 32% said sometimes. 23% said fairly often, and only 3% said very often. A lot of organizations make it sound like they want us to think progressively and work toward positive change, but do they really? I mean, we're often told that if we want to enact any changes, we have to be involved with things like committees or labor groups. So we join these committees and labor groups, and what happens? Ultimately, nothing. We've all been on these committees that produce ideas and changes that we feel would benefit our organization, its members, and the people it serves, but oftentimes those ideas fall on deaf ears. We get frustrated and we lose the fire that we once had that caused us to join a committee in the first place. We ask ourselves, what's the point? What's the point when no one's listening? The organization doesn't enable change, and those involved lose their excitement. The rest of the members of the organization are left with nothing more than the existing foundation. Continuing the status quo is like expanding the foundation of a house without ever building something creative and beautiful to live in. Foundations aren't built to cause disruptions. They're built to create a sense of consistency, and there's nothing wrong with consistency. However, there is something wrong with never wanting to achieve more. If you want to make something greater, you have to be brave enough to challenge the comfortable environment that's merely just existing. Status quo is defined as the existing state of affairs or a desire and effort to maintain the existing state of affairs. This isn't typically a good thing, guys. Who likes eating the same meal every day for 30 years? Now, granted, I've heard of that one guy that's gone to the same McDonald's in his neighborhood every day for 50 years and has a Big Mac, but this guy is a minuscule percentage of the people in America. Why do you think we have numerous different styles of clothing? 
restaurants, movies, music. We love variety, and for good reason. It's fun, it's engaging, it's interesting. The status quo confines people's creativity and morale. If there's no hope for any change or improvement, then why reach for it? It's all about doing what's comfortable, right? But there isn't a single person on this planet that has accomplished something great by being comfortable and not taking risks. Incredible feats are accomplished when people step outside that confinement and take those risks. One of the reasons we became firefighters is because we enjoy the sensation of taking those risks. So why is it that our organizations don't want us to think bigger and take risks in innovation within our fire service organizations? Is it due to some semblance of tradition? Is it the pack mentality where if we step out of the pack, we'll get picked off by the predator? Whatever the reason, we should be pushing those boundaries and making attempts to explore the potential of our people, our organizations, and the fire service as a whole. The willingness to step outside the box takes bravery. But bravery is rooted in vulnerability. We have to be willing to sacrifice something. We can talk all day long about how brave firefighters are because they run into burning buildings, but we also need to realize that that kind of bravery is also rooted in vulnerability and a willingness to be injured or even killed. The same can be said for someone who takes a step forward and tries to make positive change by implementing a new fitness program, a new training system, or a new piece of equipment. Think about it. How many times has your organization or training department introduced a new piece of equipment that you turned your, no- your nose up at instead of giving it a real evaluation in regards to practicality and use? I use Henry Ford a lot in my analogies because I think he was an amazing man, uh, amazing inventor and innovator. And as amazing as it was for the time, the Model T was the first American car ever made. But now it seems like an ancient relic. Its speed, its efficiency, and design couldn't hold a candle to the vehicles coming off the line today. Now, don't get me wrong, it's an amazing piece of ingenuity, and its archaic traits are what make it so charming now to us. But um, it, it'll serve its purpose. It'll get, you to, or it'll get you from point A to point B. But is that all we want anymore? No, that's not all we want. We want style. We want speed and efficiency. No one would actively choose to drive across the U.S. in a Ford Model T if given the choice between any other vehicle, unless they're trying to break some kind of Guinness World Record or something. The point is, just like vehicle companies are continually making advances in elements of design, innovation, and efficiency, we in the fire service should be looking to continually improve and move our organizations and services forward. Granted, the element of fire remains the same, as does the human body, and we know the basics of how to mitigate problems within those two. Put the wet stuff on the red stuff, right? And keep blood inside the body. Kind of a key right there. However, how fire burns is changing with the new types of materials being produced, and EMS practices have improved rapidly over the last 20 years thanks to innovation and a conscious effort to pay attention to things that we may have never considered years ago. To simplify it, the status quo means that we'd still be driving around in Model Ts in the year 2019 instead of what we drive today. So why do people and organizations cling so desperately to the status quo? Here are some reasons why. People are unwilling to turn the spotlight on themselves and take accountability. 
Responsibility and accountability are hard. I get it. Typically, a person's level of responsibility within their organization can be determined by their salary. However, when the people in those positions offer no clarity on what they contribute, it's hard to buy in and support them in that role. This is why it's so crucial for people to reach out to others and spread clarity, as well as get some feedback. One thing to remember is that when you ask for feedback and are fortunate enough to get it, it's severely important to follow through with visible and tangible changes. Otherwise, you'll lose the very credibility and integrity you're setting out to gain, and trust among the ranks will crumble. Another reason why people cling so desperately to the status quo Fear of risk. Stepping out of the pack is risky. You subject yourself to an immediate scrutinization and vulnerability. We risk our lives every day at work as firefighters. Why can't we risk our reputations for something better? People in the fire service are more willing to risk their lives than their reputation. It's ridiculous. I've heard it said countless times at the firehouse, your reputation is everything. But what good is that reputation if you aren't willing to do anything of real substance? If you're just, quote unquote, a good guy or a nice guy, what does any of that really matter if you're just sitting there going through the motions? Doing something different puts you at risk of failing in that thing. I get it. But again, nothing amazing was ever achieved by people sitting in recliners getting more and more, shall we say, complacent. Another reason is lack of organizational alignment. Do your organizational values support the behaviors and ideas that encourage members to challenge the status quo? Are leaders within your organization living by these principles? If they aren't, the core values and underlying tone of the place aren't rooted in the belief that success comes to those who are surrounded by people who want their success to continue and are inspired to do more. And your people are basically just doing what they're told. You wind up with a bunch of yes men who simply check boxes and go through the motions rather than introduce and build something spectacular. Final reason that I could identify, undeveloped leaders. I know numerous people in positions of senior leadership who have been in their careers for close to 20 years or more and think they know everything because the system they're used to has worked for 20 years, according to them. But when you stay the same old person in a brand new role, you don't serve anyone. You can't seize new opportunities for growth and development, let alone manage the existing issues within your organization. So what can we do to battle these elements? Here are a few things that I've come up with. Number one, ask more questions. Is there something that isn't working? Why not? How can we fix it? Where are the opportunities for improvement? If you think that something can't be improved upon, you're wrong. Everything can be made better. Everything can. People, systems, relationships, everything. Maybe it's just a small adjustment that needs to happen. Maybe it's just a small change that'll help get people more engaged. Little opportunities with your crew are great ways to shift away from the current state of affairs and establish a new way of doing things that can add more depth and more meaning to what you're currently doing. Number two, gain perspective. People may think things like policies and procedures are working and effective because no one's saying anything different. Have the questions been asked, though? If you haven't asked these questions, it's time to start. Ask people around you about their opinions 
and what they're seeing. Everyone on this planet knows something that you don't. Why not open yourself up to that kind of limitless knowledge and perspective? If you're facing a very specific problem, go to the people who would who that specific issue would directly or has directly affected. Number three, be ready to help. Keep an open mind. If someone has a new idea, don't squash it right away. Allow the idea to be explored. Allow it to be walked out. Maybe it's a bad idea. Maybe it's a good idea. Or maybe just talking about it will get you on a path to something else. Have enough respect for the ones expressing ideas to hear them out. They're the ones with the courage enough to say something. If it's completely ridiculous, at least you spent that time coming to that conclusion together rather than stamping it out right away and spending the next 25 years as enemies or having that person hate your guts. Think of the people in the fire service that you consider heroes and mentors. What names come to your mind? One name that comes to my mind is former fire chief of Phoenix Fire, Alan Brunacini. He was willing to take a risk and start identifying the people we serve not just as taxpayers, but as customers. And he revolutionized the perspective of his organization and ultimately the fire service as a whole because of it. He literally wrote the book on customer service in the fire service. And it's just one of the legacies he left. This only happened because he was willing to challenge the status quo. Take some risks and do something that had never been done before. Challenging the status quo is something that a lot of people talk about, but few people take action toward. The real change starts with us. It starts with you and it starts with me. You've got to give yourself permission to question things and you should invite your crew to do the same. Be the 3% of people who affect positive change. One way you can challenge the status quo and take a risk is through a program that I've created called Crew Builder. It's a six-week long program that'll help you build a stronger sense of trust and teamwork among your crew. We will go week by week and work through tasks that you'll need to complete, all while gaining personal insight from me. Showing up is literally the absolute minimal way that you could be accountable in this profession, but this is accountability in action. It's a great place to start if you're having trouble connecting with your crew or you're wanting to bring back the sense of brotherhood that you may have once had. This kind of purposeful action establishes you as a leader for positive change and not only affects you and your crew, but over time, it bleeds over to your organization as a whole. Registration for Crew Builder 2019 is currently open and will close on August 1st, so time is running out. The details are on the Ignited website at ignitedff.com and links can be found on all of my social media platforms. As we keep pushing forward, guys, in this effort, we become closer to our crew members, our friends, and our families. It's important for us to discuss the things that challenge us in the field, as well as the things that may be challenging us at home. Thank you guys so much for listening. Do me a favor and please subscribe and share this episode with someone you think should hear it. As we delve deeper into these issues, we can come together and help each other learn and grow. You can find me on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at IgnitedFF. And I invite you to join the Ignited Firefighters Facebook group. This is where firefighters and EMS professionals can come together, discuss the challenges that we face, and it allows us to connect with others who are dealing with the same challenges. Be the ideal firefighter you would want on your crew. Be ignited. 